So how did y'all start this land flipping empire community? So, um, you know, we actually, I actually came up with it, I want to say last year, June. you know, I, yeah, last June year, June. So, I mean, I was okay. talking about it for a really long time. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, we were actually having pretty success. Um, and at the time, we've probably closed over 200 land deals. Mm-hmm. And, Whoa. you know, we always had people hitting us up like, yo, what are you guys doing? Because, like, you know, we would like to document the process on our yeah. Instagram and on our social media. Yeah. And we always had people just reaching out to us like, yo, yo, I want to learn. I want to learn this. Like, you guys are making buku money. 200 like, deals. That's major. Yeah. That's each. That's each. Hold on. 200 each. deals each? So yeah. 400 deals in total. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dog. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, we've closed over, yeah, 200 transactions each. So, yeah, I don't. I always let people know not to kind of confuse it because, you know, Dre has his own success and I have my own success because we each. Yo, that's awesome. Yeah, we each have our own company. Hey, what name of this f-ing show? I Talk Great. I Talk Great. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk gray, where we talk about all the gray areas of business because it's never just black and white. I got some heavy hitters in the building. How y'all brothers doing today? Man, feeling blessed, man. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. Yeah, I see, man. For y'all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no, no, you kind of knew. I, I I met you the other day. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah, see yeah. you serious about your business. Of course. I like that. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yo, this weather is crazy out here, man. Like. Yeah. I'm glad y'all was still able to make it through. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we was driving really slow to get here, you know. Yo. Because, you know, it's a lot of people with bald tires out here driving. So <laughs> we, 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 we got we to be careful, you know. We ain't no, to... no, 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 that's facts. Man, listen. I still got PSD. P, what is it? PSD? PTSD. PTSD. I'm getting in a goddamn car accident when I was younger, man. I hate driving in the rain. But we got to make it do what it do, man. Exactly. Get to the money. Yes, sir. Yo, so how y'all click up? Man, so our, our story's crazy. You know, I met this guy, um, I want to say, when we met, Dre? 2019. Um, 2019. Yeah, so I met him in 2019. And how I met this, um, my, my guy, DeAndre, to the right of me, uh-huh. um, we actually, we, we got hired at this company called Enterprise. Everybody knows Enterprise Car Rental. The car, okay. The car rental okay. business. So um, we actually, you know, we got hired as a management trainee. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, this was, this was actually my first corporate job. Cause you know, just give you a little bit of background about yeah, me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I played basketball all four years. Yeah, You uh, look yeah, like a baller. Yeah. I was, a, I was, a you know, me and him, we were college, stu- uh, student athletes. So, you know, really? yeah, yeah, I was student athlete. I played basketball. He played football at FAU. So, so what um, happened? Why y'all ain't make it to the bros? I mean, you know, stuff happens, politics, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> injuries, but, uh, injuries, injuries, you know, but. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, that was the main goal for me, you know, when I first, when I got out of college, you know, my main focus was trying to make it to the pros, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I got a couple of close friends that's overseas right now, killing it, going crazy, making really good money. Okay. Um, But, you know, as time went on, I was just like, you know, uh. Let me switch over to something. Let me learn a, a skill that can actually make me, you know, high yeah, yeah, yeah. income as, as much as possible. Right now money. Right now money. So, yeah. you know, I decided to apply for Enterprise Car Rental. There was a management training program. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, you know, you know, I got I have my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. He has his bachelor's degree in, tr- in criminal justice. So, really? So yeah, why you no, trying to be a popo? Man, I, I was this close to being a police, man. For real? Yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. Like, why would you get a criminal to just, justice degree and not yeah. go towards, like, law or, but, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. And as, as I started noticing, it was just like, ah, man, like, I, I wanted to go that route, but the money they was making, man, it wasn't worth it. I ain't wanna it wasn't put, worth your life. I, I ain't want to put my, li- my life on the line for $40,000 yeah. a year. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no disrespect. No, 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 of course. Here, but, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense. So, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I, I kind of want to, learn how to sell and, and actually learn how to talk to people. So, you know, mm. I just decided to work at Enterprise. And, okay. you know, when we got hired, that's when I met my my guy, DeAndre. Um, And, you know, you know how these corporate companies are, man. They like to put us in nice hotels, make us yeah. feel good. And, yeah. you know, at the time, I didn't really have that mindset, that entrepreneur mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of looking at it like, wow, like these people really like us, you know. Yeah. Like, I look forward to building and growing with this company. You got caught up. And I got caught up and mind you, right? So this was my this was my roommate. This was my uh my hotel buddy at the time when we got hired. And okay, you know, this guy right here next to me was just so different. You know, um when I tell you different, 
the way he would talk, the way he would just explain things. I was just yeah. like, man, this brother's different. Like the way he the way he thinks is just on a different time. And, and okay, he was elevated. What, he was he was already elevated. And at the time, mm. I still had an employee mindset. But this guy, he okay. told me straight up. He was like, yeah, man, I I'm, I don't care about anything about this job. What is offering? I'm just only here to learn how to sell. Right. And at the time, okay, um, you know, he used to be on his laptop, you know, in the hotel. And mind you, I'm just chilling, kicking it, watching, you know, movies and TVs. This this guy right here is grinding right yeah. next to me, making phone calls. I'm like, yo, dude, what you do? Right. Like, what are you doing over there? Like, why yeah. do you, why you look so stressed out? Um, But man, this whole time, you know, he was telling me, yeah, bro, I wholesale, I wholesale houses. Um, You know, basically what it is, is, you know, we, we actually reach out, reach out to homeowners. Um, and you know, we get them on a contract and assign it for, you know, a fee. Right. And, I, and at the time I still didn't understand. I'm just like, yo, bro, yeah. that sounds like too much work. And I was like, Hey, have you closed the deal before? <laughs> I told him, I was like, Hey, I mean, have you closed this? Have you closed the deal before? He was like, nah, man, not yet. I was like, man, you waste your time. Man. Yeah. Like, like, like show bro. me some receipts. Hey dude. I'm like, Hey bro, let's focus on getting this $44,000 a year. Right. And then <laughs> build and work with the company. But man, yeah. this guy was like, nah, Jeff, I'm telling you, you just don't know. He was like, man, I guarantee you, Jeff, these guys are not going to keep us for no longer than six months. And I kid you not, six months later, we ended up getting fired. Wow. He but what made you, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Like, what made you know that, though? Like, how you knew that? I knew how corporations worked already. You know, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and some other uh, books about entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, and everything they said in the interview, you know, you know, uh, dangling carrots and you know, high pay uh, raises and yeah. oh, you next management position. It was just like refreshing what I've already learned from podcasts and books. And I was like, yo, we ain't gonna last long. Okay. And then he was going to six Dangling months. carrots. Yeah, I was going on, I was going in, on month number seven. When they had let me go, I was already misprepared to be gone. You know what I'm saying? I already knew what was going to happen before I got hired. Yeah. Um, just based on the interview and how things were going. Yeah. So, okay. No, no, but that's smart though. I, I tell people that all the time, like, you got to look at a job as a way to gather a skill so then you can go ahead and go do yeah. your own thing. And you know that, what I'm saying? And that's exactly what he was doing the whole yeah. time. Cause he told me straight up, he was like, man, you know, when I'm making these calls, I don't sound like a salesman. So he was mm -hmm. like, man, I literally just got this job. And when I tell you, he didn't get no 401k, no health benefits, no, no nothing. He's he like, didn't want nothing coming out of his he check. He said he didn't want nothing. He just wanted everything coming straight to him. All he wanted from the company was just to learn how to talk to people. Right. Mm. Which was very important. Right. How long? I, you said y'all was there for six months. I was there for six months. I got fired in six months, and then I was there was, for seven. Yeah, he was there for seven. He kind of just f got fired like two weeks later after I got fired. You <laughs> okay, know what I mean? so it, it was bound to happen because he called it from the beginning. And I was just I I couldn't believe it when it happened. And I was just like, whoa! Like, but how long did it take you to like get that mindset to set in? In regards to what he was telling you. So it took me around, I want to say around like four or five months. And after the whole time, yeah. you know, when we when we started, you know, you know, when we had our positions, you know, we worked at different branches. Mm -hmm. um, I was at the airport. He was at a different airport all the way in West Palm Beach. So um, it didn't really it didn't really click for me until he told me to read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Okay. Um, he was like, man, look, you know, if, if you really want to understand what I'm trying to say, like read this book right here. And I kid you, but not, I helped you structure your mindset, dude. He gave me rich dad, poor dad, and I, you know, that book changed my whole mindset, changed my whole life. Um, just so after it. you left Enterprise, you went and got another job, and 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 it's crazy because after I left Enterprise, I still low key still had that slave mindset because I was kind of you know yeah. looking for security. I was I, mm -hmm. I, I didn't fully believe in you know the whole wholesaling business because I was just like, man, I just need a nine to five right now. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was just trying to think about you know, quick ways how to feed my family because at the time I had my son. And, also, you know, also your dad. Yeah, I'm a dad, man. So okay. my son came into the world January 28, 2020. And then, you know, okay. my son, and I got fired actually when my son was around like two, three months. So, you know, back in my head, I'm like, yo, of course you got to Yeah. I need another job. I need another job. And um, I started applying for other jobs and then something hit me, man. I don't know it, what it was, but a fire lit up inside of me. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't like it, right? And I just kind of realized, I was just like, yo, man, I really don't know why I'm putting my whole entire life in another man's hands. Like, yeah. I don't know why another man's controlling my time and my money, right? Because mm -hmm. how I see it, now that I'm a dad, it's just like, yo, this person can actually strip all of that away from me. Just in, like in, that. In a blink of an eye, yeah, right? Yeah. So I kind of, I didn't like that feeling anymore. And I, you know, one day I just, I was like, you know what? Let me call DeAndre. Right. Mm -hmm. Sat him down. I was like, yo, Drake, like, I want to do with exactly that you're doing. Like, you've been telling me about this from the beginning. 
I want to sit down and actually see how to do this from A to Z. Well, was he making deals at this point in time? So at the, at the point, you know, by the time we got fired, I think Dre had closed around like two or three deals. Yeah. You know, yeah, so okay. he had some receipts to show. You know, right. It wasn't crazy big deal, but it was, but it was, it something. was money. And yeah. I was like, okay, you can actually make money without actually punching in the clock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And it kind of, and it kind of took me really hard to realize. And I didn't, and when I, when I actually shifted to that entrepreneur mindset, it was when I was, I think I was applying for Whole Foods Dog, I couldn't even get a job. I had a whole degree, and they said I wasn't qualified. And that's <laughs> probably what, was overqualified. Yeah, I was they told over, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, you couldn't get a job at Whole Foods. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Ah, dang, like my degree ain't working. I was just like, you know what, man? Let me, let me, let me actually dive into this entrepreneurship yeah. and, and actually see it and check it out. So what's some student loans looking like, though? Man, actually, I was blessed to actually, you know, have a full-ride scholarship to play basketball oh, for Oh, yeah, so. hold on. Let's, hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Clap it up for so, that. Full-ride? Yeah, full-ride. So you I was did, that nice. Hey, I, so I did two years of junior college, you know, no tuition, no no student loans. So that was paid for. Then um, after junior college, uh, I was blessed to receive a, a full ride scholarship to Bethune Cookman University. Okay, um, a Division One out here in, the, in Daytona Beach. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was blessed with the opportunity to not pay for any school, any books, which I'm forever thankful for. Of you course, know? you got um, away. Yeah, I had you know I had to get it out of the way by any <laughs> by any means, man. But yeah, um, you know, after college, you know, like I said, it just went. Try to try to figure out what was best for me and yeah, yeah. kid you not, you know, now here we are wholesaling, just been doing this for the past three years and it's honestly changed my life. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me ask you a question, right? How do you structure your day right now to to ensure that it's set up for success? So, I mean, you know, first things first, you know, what I like to do is wake up, pray. You know, I, I spend a lot of time praying, meditating because, you know, without mm-hmm. God, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So, you know, I try to make make time out the day to always, you know, give thanks and, and really, really focus on myself um, because that's that's really important because the more you can pour into yourself, the better that you become as an entrepreneur. Um, and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs don't spend too much time with themselves, you know, always waking up yeah. either on their phone, checking their emails. You know, sometimes you just got to take a breather um, and actually spend some time alone, you know, whether it's reading a Bible, praying, meditating, working out, yeah, you know, and that's something that honestly changed when I started getting into that because when, when I was a student athlete, that's really more so that was my schedule, right? Just waking up, um, getting ready to go to the gym, getting ready, you know, just preparing my mind, preparing my body for, for war. So that's, I just translated everything into entrepreneurship and kind of, you know, making it and doing the same way. Um, but you know, pretty much praying, meditating, and then okay. from there after, you know, make my breakfast and then start my day out by writing in my journal, writing out my day-to-day tasks, what I want to get done. Um, and I feel like writing down my tasks every day really jumped a lot, like a really long way when I started writing my day-to-day tasks, because it was really important to know and see where you're headed. Yeah. Kind of right? have a map out. Map out. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you know. I give thanks to him because, you know, he was the one that was just laying everything for me. Um, no, that was good, man. You know, just kind of. You don't have a lot of dudes that'll do that there for nah, you. Nah, man. And and I literally, I, I lost a lot of friends, you know, chasing his entrepreneurship journey because I was always with this guy all the time. You know, we yeah. was locked in every single day, yeah. making the calls, you know, just, just putting in the time and energy um, okay. to, to, you know, to make us be where we're at now. So how did y'all start this land flipping empire community? So, um, you know, we actually, I actually came up with it, I want to say last year, June. you know, I, yeah, last June year, time. June. So, I mean, I was okay. talking about it for a really long time. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, we were actually having pretty success. Um, and at the time, we've probably closed over 200 land deals. Mm-hmm. And, Whoa. you know, we always had people hitting us up like, yo, what are you guys doing? Because, like, you know, we would like to document the process on our yeah. Instagram and on our social media. Yeah. And we always had people just reaching out to us like, yo, yo, I want to learn. I want to learn this. Like, you guys are making buku money. 200 like, deals. That's major. Yeah, that's each. That's each. Hold on. 200 deals each? each? So yeah. 400 deals in total. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dog. Yeah. What? Yeah, we've closed over, yeah, 200 transactions each. So, yeah, I don't. I always let people know not to kind of confuse it because, you know, Dre has his own success and I have my own success because we each. Yo, that's awesome. Yeah, we each have our own company. You know, we grew our own separate companies, which was very, very vital for us, you know, because I feel like um, doing that, you know, we were able to make as much money 
you know, separate. And then once yeah. we, you know, once we came together, that's when we started putting our money together and going out to buy properties now with that. Okay. But, you know, we, we started the land flipping empire community. I want to say back last year in June and, you know, I reached out to DeAndre. I was like, Hey man, I think, I think it's time, you know, to give back and, and really show the people out here who's, you know, who's like me and you yeah, right, who look like us to, to really change their lives with the information that we were blessed with. And, mm-hmm. Um, see, you know, who's out there that's really willing to take it serious and, and change their families' lives. And yeah, you know, here we are a year later. We're actually it's gonna be a, a year anniversary in June, but I mean in, that's a, few, awesome, in a few months we've had, you know, massive success with certain students. Um, you know, we have a nineteen year old that's in our community. Um, she joined our community, I wanna say late December, mm-hmm. heading into twenty twenty three. Um, she's a 19 year old college student and she's already made over $75,000. Wow. Time college student. Man, what's her gram? Uh, her Instagram is BGB kicks. Okay. Hold on. You said you started off with the real estate wholesaling. Yeah. But how y'all get into the land? Like oh. What made y'all transition from the real estate to the land? So we, uh, so I was starting off with houses and then, um, so we met a friend and she threw a web like a uh, like a seminar like okay. how to wholesale land. Mm-hmm. Um, and we flew out to Atlanta. We did the seminar, and then after we learned what we learned, then we basically just took the bull by the by the horns, and then we just started killing the land game. So that's how we found out a friend that was teaching it. Wow! So y'all put up the bread. Y'all flew out there. Y'all oh, wasn't afraid to get in the right room. Without a doubt, I like that man. Yeah. So can you grow if you're the smartest person in the room? Uh well, it's not it's not I don't it's not ideal. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You can still yeah. grow, but you want people that's smarter than you, more knowledgeable. Um, that can bring you know value to your team. It's more about the team, um, that you put together versus yourself. So you're gonna learn from each individual person on your team. Yeah. But I I highly advise you find people smarter than you, whether it's business partners, accountants, CPAs, your acquisitions, dispositions, yeah. whatever position that you hire out or whoever you're listening to, I will make sure they're smarter than you and they know more. So when you say so, acquisition, what do you mean by that? Uh, acquisition is basically a term we use where you're acquiring properties, whether it's mm. uh, land, houses, apartments, whatever business that you're in. When okay. you acquire, you're making the calls, you're making the text messages, you're making the offers, you're trying to acquire a uh, business for your company. Basically. Okay. Make sure y'all get your pens and pads out because they dropping gems in this episode. <laughs> Yo, okay, so... Let me, let me let me ask this, right? Do you need your real estate license to do the land part of it? Absolutely not. And that's a really big misconception. People think you need a license. You don't need a license at all. You don't need really? a li- you don't need a real estate license. You don't need a state license. You don't need anything. You can be uh fresh out of high school, fresh out of fresh out of jail, fresh out of anywhere. Fresh out you, of the bank. You, you, you don't even need a college, you don't need a college degree. You don't even need a high school diploma. You know, you can start it just from scratch, from nothing. You can come yeah, from how you and start it. How much money did you have to invest to obtain all this knowledge, though? How'd y'all get? We started off with zero dollars, man. Zero, zero dollars. Ev- everybody say, "Oh, it's zero dollars." No, 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 as no. soon as you go, and let man, me, it's thirty nah. hundred ninety nine nine <laughs> every year. Let nah. me lock you in. Nah, so I kid you not. We started off with with no money, you know. Um, and there's a lot of softwares out there with websites. So we we started off using uh-huh. Zillow, right? Everybody Zillow. has access to Zillow.com. A lot of people be on Zillow, yeah. probably looking at their future houses and, uh-huh. you know, daydreaming, fantasizing. But nah, man, you can actually make money off Zillow, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's, there's actually filters on Zillow to where you can actually find landowners who are listing their properties on Zillow who is actually looking to sell their property. And this is all, everybody has access to this, right? When you go on Zillow, you just, all you want to do is type in for sale by owner, right? Check that out to make sure, you know, you're not dealing with any realtors. And yeah. then on the home types, all you want to do is leave out land, uh, lots and land. And there you have access to over five, 10,000 free data all across the nation, right? Of people who's looking wow. to sell their property and literally all their phone numbers is right there. And all you have to do is just pick up the phone and call or yeah. pick up the phone. And so text. you don't deal with realtors at all. We don't deal with realtors. We go straight. We like to deal straight to the home, uh, to the landowner, because at the end of the day, they're the decision maker, right? They're the okay. ones that's going to give us a yes or no answer yeah, on, yeah. The, on the numbers that we come to come to an agreement on. Right. Okay. So, um, so can you explain and wholesaling the, in a nutshell? Sorry, I mean to cut you. Yeah, so basically what wholesaling is, you know, you're basically the middleman, right? Where 
you're reaching out to somebody who's in distress, who wants to actually sell their property. Mm -hmm. And then all you're doing, right, is tying them up to a contract, right? Because all we're doing is moving paper, right? And all you're doing is locking them up under contract. And then boom, once you have that, you know, that price, that number that you guys agreed to on a contract, now there's something in the clause in that contract that allows you to assign this property. Okay, so in that assignment right now, you're able to actually market this property that you have on paper to another end buyer who's may be interested in buying that property for five, 10, 20, 50, uh, even $100,000. Right. There's people out here that are closing $100,000 deals, a million dollar deals, just moving paper. Wow. Right. So um, that's basically what wholesaling is. You're just the middleman. Right. Because so basically. Right. We reach out to these home builders. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of home builder companies, you know, the D.R. Hortons, the Miranda Homes. Right. And a lot of these building companies, they have the capital, but they don't have the time and resources to actually go out and talk to these people who own land. Mm -hmm. That's where we come in. Right. Um, and we come in and actually do all of that extra work and we present the property to them. Okay. And if the numbers make sense. Right. They take it for X amount. And all we're doing is just assigning the properties over to them. Wow. For a profit. Yeah. Without using none of our own money. Right. None so of we're, your not, own money. we're not putting anything down. Right. So let's say, for instance, on a piece of paper. Right. We have a property on the contract for twenty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Right. And the seller's like, hey, Jeff, I want you to put down a thousand dollar deposit. I'm not putting that down because now when I'm drawing up my assignment contract for my builder. Right. And he's taking it for thirty thousand. I'm putting that same a thousand dollar deposit that he wants me to put up to the builder so my builder can go ahead and send that a thousand dollars to the title company right so i'm not putting up any of my own money. i mean but if they're asking for the thousand dollars right now how fast are you finding that uh buyer oh right then and there because the buyer he's already given us his criteria he's already given us the area that he's looking for so the minute that we go ahead and assign it right and we like to let our um sellers know like hey you know um it's going to take us around three days to go ahead and get that uh, EMD over to the title company. So we owe EMD. What's, what's, what's that? Earnest money deposit. Right? Okay. That's what it's, that's what it's called. So earnest um, money deposit. Okay. Yeah. We like to, we like to address the sellers and let them know that, Hey, you know, we'll get the EMD over in the next probably two to three days, maybe less, but whenever mm -hmm. we do send it over to the title company, you'll get a receipt or the title company will let you know when the EMD is in. Right. Because we usually don't have sellers hound us and say, Hey, we want it today or tomorrow. They're never like that. So they They're usually easy. know that it's a process that. Yeah, it's a process. We always let them know everything is a process because, you know, we're doing 20, 30 transactions every single month. So, you know, we let them know that, hey, it's going to take time. And then, you know, from there, our buyers are able to get the EMD in time. Okay. You know? Yeah. So what criteria do you use to identify that the land is actually good for wholesaling? Uh, so we basically just looked at, um, we look at flood zones. So when you're looking at land, um, there's some things you want to stay away from. Mm -hmm. uh, properties cannot be in flood zones uh, and wetlands as well. So wetlands, you can't even build on those. Okay. Um, it's like, it's literally what it sounds like. It's just a whole bunch of wet areas of land. You can't, you, you, you step in it, you might fall through the, fall in there. It's like okay. you can swim in it. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like everything is oh, going on around here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, landlocked properties, properties that you have no access to. Okay. So uh, I stay because uh, when you first start out, people always get landlocked properties, mm -hmm. flood zones, and the wetlands. And I say I, I don't want neither of those. And then properties that have no utilities whatsoever, they don't have access to electricity, they don't have access to no water or no sewer. Uh, you want to stay away from those because uh, you can't build on it because you ain't going to have access to any utilities. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. um, those are things that I would stay away from. And mm -hmm. if all those green, all that checks out. So if it's not in the flood zone, it's not wetland, it has utilities, right? And then it's not landlocked and you have access to it, then that's really all you need. That's really okay. all you need. Is there a difference between land and like lots? Uh, that's well. So when people when people say land, I think they uh, think of bigger acreage. They think of more like uh, like twenty acres, thirty acres. Yeah. When you think of a lot, you want it's more small. You think of something that's in like the like a downtown area that's like three thousand square feet. So mm -hmm. we look at the lots of more small in the neighborhoods and cities, and then land people equivalent that to one acre, two acres, bigger acre tracks. But in my opinion, I think it's the same thing. I think it's really interchangeable. So I, I could say I got a twenty acre lot. Okay. I can say I got a, a three thousand, you know, square foot piece of land. 
I think it's interchangeable, in my yeah. opinion. It's the same thing. Yeah. Which one do you guys more target? Um, so we like to target infill lots, right? Yeah. Um, and these infill lots where we like to target is where there's a lot of new construction going on, right? Where mm. there's properties being built around the neighborhoods. Okay. You see houses around, mm-hmm. right? And then in between those houses, right, you see those little vacant pieces of land. Mm-hmm. Right, that's money and a lot of people like to drive past it and look past it they think it's just grass but dude yeah you can actually flip that for a few bands mm-hmm. okay um and that's where we like to target is infill lots um in these neighborhoods okay um and a lot of home builders love those infill lots because they love you know up and coming neighborhoods to where hey they'll take this piece of property for an extra 10 to 15 extra thousand mm-hmm. um to put a house on it and make you know whatever amount they're gonna make on it um uh, because it's in a nice area Right. They can actually sell this property to, you know, a nice single family, a uh, family that you know wants to live in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So who's better to deal with, like the big developers or cash buyers? Everybody. Uh, I say all I say all the above. <laughs> um, the, the so the big developers, they are cash buyers, too. So they, they have, okay, they so have they a lot of cash. They have a lot of capital. It's all cash. There's really no financing. They've already raised the capital or they already have access to it. Um, but we we sell to uh, big developers, small builders, big builders. We sell, getting paid in cash? Uh, yeah, and we sell we sell to retail buyers. So mom and pop people people who live in New York that might be like, you know what, we want to own some land over in uh, Atlanta. You know, we sell to them, Mister and Mrs. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody we we even sell land to flippers, people like us, where they buy it and then they flip it. They actually close on it and then they sell, they resell it at a later date, maybe six to eight months. So. Uh, anybody who wants to own land, we 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 sell to. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Cash up front. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> so, who do you have to like build relationships with in this market? So, um, you know, we like to build relationships with home building companies, um, mm-hmm. realtors, um, and the reason why I say realtors, even though we kind of like not to deal with them when it comes to transactions, but certain realtors. Right. They have clients out there that are actually in need or looking for properties. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, realtors, um, builders, um, you know, land flippers, people who like to buy land. And like DeAndre said, hold on to it for a yeah. few months and then sell it. So, I mean, you want to you want to connect and build relationships with people who are just looking for land. You know, hey, you may be even looking for land yourself. Right. And you might yeah. hit me up one day. Hey, man, I'm looking for land up in Broward County, you know, 10,000 square feet. I'm yeah. your guy. I can go out and go look for you, look for one for you. So, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much anybody who's looking for land. Um, that's who you want to kind of connect with and, and build relationships with. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups um, okay. that people can join for free. Uh, where where there's people out there that are actually writing down their criteria where they're where they're looking to buy land in, mm-hmm. and then you can just connect with that person and let him know what you do, um, and let him know that hey you'll be, you know work or you can just let him know like hey you would like to actually work with this person and, and bring him deals that fits his criteria. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yo, that's dope, man. But let me ask you a question. Like, I know like when when you deal with real estate, there's equity and the properties do you deal with equity with land too well yeah yeah we deal with equity and land that's basically our assignment fee so if we're in the neighborhood and a piece of land is worth fifty thousand, right uh-huh. then we offer the seller forty thousand, right and we sell it for 50 so that ten thousand was that extra amount of equity that the land had in it and we that's basically our assignment fee um so remember the the really the equity generally equity refers to uh the difference between what it's worth and then the mortgage um, the thing about land is there's no mortgage nine times out of 10. Okay, yeah. It's so how free, you know what it's worth. It's free and clear. So um, you can look at the land sales in the area. So it's really easy to go on Zillow or any free data software. And you say, uh, I seen 10 vacant lots in this area sell for 50 grand. You can assume um, that these this lot will also sell for 50 because in the past mm-hmm. uh, 30, 60, 90 days, it's been 10 sales all for around 50, maybe 50, maybe 48. It's all in the same range. So that's how you find out. You got to look at what's selling in the area. Um, so if I see it selling at 50, I'm like, man, we coming in this area. We offering everybody 30. You know what I'm saying? You always yeah. want to offer lower so you can negotiate just in case they uh, re- uh, count you so you can negotiate your spread. Um, so that's how that's how it works with the equity. Is that what they mean by when they say like comp? Yeah, yeah, comps, comparables, oh, okay, comps, okay, okay. comparables. Yeah, I was doing yeah. a little research. Yeah, you know yeah that's saying? it. It's the same <laughs> thing. Just like how you comp houses, you can comp land the same exact okay, way, okay. same thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how different are you talking to the seller versus the buyer? 
Uh, the, it's, it's a different conversation with the seller. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll say with the seller, it's more like, hey, we want to purchase your lot. We're building homes in the area. Did you have mm-hmm. any interest in selling? With the buyer, it's more like, hey, we have this property on the contract ready to go. Are you still looking in the market to buy? So it's two different conversations and we're just bringing them together and collecting the fee in the middle. Yeah. Um, the seller has no idea that we're signing it, um, that we're basically signing to the buyer, but the buyer knows that we're signing it and they don't care. Normally, they don't care how much we make on the deal. As long as they get the lot and they close on it, it's wrong good so okay so you said that the seller doesn't know that you guys are doing that right right? but have there ever been a time where they found out and they try to go behind you and get it for another deal or something like that well no not really Um, the thing is the sellers normally find out at closing when it's closing date so it's really too late um Mm -hmm. so that's why i feel like slimy like well it's not the the reason the the reason (laughs) the, the reason why it's really not slimy is because um uh, everything is in the contract, okay. so everything is in there that we may the but buyer. But they didn't know up front, no. So they so they didn't know we were gonna. So when you have the assignability clause in the contract, we have the option to assign. So we can assign okay. it or we can close on it ourselves. So all we're doing is exercising our right to assign it, even though they didn't know. But they we check the box that we have that option. That so, man studied law. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. He ain't waiver. He ain't. We're operating our rights. Yeah. Like, yo, you're yeah. operating. You got to operate. Everything is on paper. Everything you know? is. On, that's what I say. It's they paperwork. didn't know. It's yeah. not like we not putting on the contract and we like uh, trying to steal from them. It's, hey, it's in the contract. Uh-huh. You just got to read it. If they ask about it, we'll let them know, hey, well, we have the option to assign it if we so choose to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, but we okay. always recommend. Um, attorneys read the contracts, realtors mm-hmm. or uh, trusted people that they trust. Um, so it's not like we're say, hey, sign it right now. We're, you know, we're not skipping people over. We're like, okay. hey, take your time, fill it out, ask me any questions you need, send it to an attorney. Um, we'll talk to the attorney. If they need to ask us questions, we'll, we'll, we'll email them, we'll talk, we'll do what we have to do. So you but, guys speak to the attorney? If they, if the yeah. seller has an attorney, if they, cause really? some, some, we send us, cause you know, we're dealing with legal documents. So if we send a contract to a seller and they're like, hey, uh, I want to have my attorney review. I say, that's awesome. Uh, go ahead and send it to them. And then if they have any questions, matter of fact, give them my number and my email and then have them contact me directly if they got any oh. questions. So you're building that trust. Exactly. Yeah. That's How point. are you guys talking to lawyers, though? Like, Man, it's, I, trust me. I used to think, like, wow, we really talking to her. I used to be scared of attorneys. <laughs> but, man, I, I, I love them because it's like, yeah. like you said, we we just building that trust with the, with the attorneys, with the sellers, and just letting them know, like, this is yeah. going to be a very smooth process for them, right? We're not okay. here to, you know, play any games. You know, we, we just want to help them sell their property at yeah. the end of the day, right? Because they, they have something that they don't want anymore, and, you know, we have the cash and the money to actually buy it. That's really pretty much it. So how do you know when someone's motivated to sell? <laughs> Man, that's a that's a really good question. Um, and you know when somebody is motivated to sell really based on, you know, their tone and and just their situation because how we like to do it, right? We like to build rapport, right? We like to ask the right questions. I mean, hey, what are your plans with the property? I mean, if you don't sell it, right? And that's when we just shut up, right? And then they just start going on a uh, on a storyline they just start giving us their whole background of how they got it yeah right and while they're giving us all this information we're finding bits and pieces of oh yeah this person's motivated she said that the reason why you know she doesn't want anymore is because she lives all the way in california her kids are all grown okay she doesn't plan on moving to florida no time soon so i mean hey she just actually just wants to get rid of it she has no plans to build on it this person's motivated Right. And then, boom, that's where we come in. Right. And we kind of, you know, use the same words that they want. I mean, say, hey, so it seems like, you know, you just don't have no, no plans with it. So, I mean, yeah. hey, if we if we're able to agree on a number today. Right. And we can cover all the closing costs for you, you know, put make sure that you, you net this amount at closing. I mean, what's a what's a comfortable number, you, you know, you will like to move forward with. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from there, they like to give us their number. And sometimes, you know, nine times out of ten, the sellers like to shoot themselves in the foot. Sometimes they don't even know what their property is worth. Wow. Right, so they'll ask us like, I mean, hey, what's the property worth? Right, so then we'll come in and kind of let them know. I mean, hey, right now, um, there's comparable sales where the you know the property is selling for X amount. Mm-hmm. Right, we're already you know making sure that we got them at a discount, and then from there, you know, nine times out of ten, they're like, all right, yeah, that's cool with me. Right, because they don't care about the property; they just want yeah, the they're cash. trying to get rid of it. <laughs> they, yeah. they just want the cash. So boom, and, and right there, once they agree on that number, we write it up on contract. And then from there, we assign it to our end buyers. 
And it's literally a smooth process, like always smooth. Man, that is so dope, bro. Yeah, yeah, smooth. So I was doing my research, right? What's skip tracing? Uh, so skip tracing is basically where you are finding the contact information of the uh, the owner. Mm-hmm. So you get like five or six possible phone numbers. You also mm-hmm. get their email. Um, and you also get possible relatives and associates that are so, so they give you any phone number that may be associated with that person because sometimes when we're reaching out to these people, we don't get to the actual owner. We might get mm. to the cousin, we might get to the uncle, the brother, the sister. Sometimes we get to a long lost neighbor, yeah. and then they'll be like, Oh, I got his number, oh, I got their number, I got their contact. Do you want it? Sometimes it goes like, and then sometimes they say, I'll reach out to them for you and let you and let you know if they want to sell. Um, so skip tracing can really help you get to the owner that you're looking for. Okay, okay, okay. So are y'all always finding lands virtually, or are y'all driving around in neighborhoods man, looking? We, man, we don't leave the house, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. So y'all virtual. don't drive around? Oh nah, oh, no. We be in our in our boxes, dog. <laughs> we, be in, we be in bathrooms. You hear me? Like we do not leave the house. We honestly, I saw you on the gram flexing. Honest, honestly, we've we've actually. I don't think me and DeAndre have never seen any of our properties. Like what? So y'all not even stepping in mud? Y'all not even seeing no, none of that? No, we not in the field, dude. We everything That's is virtual. Crazy. Everything is virtual. Twenty twenty three technology is more powerful than ever. Right, because there's different softwares where we can actually there's Google Earth. We can type in the address of the property that we're looking at and look at it on Google Earth and you know, look around, see what it yeah. is. All right. So it's kinda, you know, heavily wooded and stuff like that. So um, you know, technology is very powerful. I mean, we No, we you're telling AI yeah. is real, man. Oh, trust me, AI is crazy. Um, you know, we've been actually implementing AI in our businesses as well. But okay. I mean, I mean, outside of AI, but as far as with us actually virtually so basically we do everything virtual um whether it's driving for dollars we do a virtual right we don't need to get in the car because you got to understand we're actually flipping properties all throughout the state right so you're so, not just doing it down here no 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 no, oh, no 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 way no way this is you can do this nationwide what? right Y'all we, like state farm state farm nationwide <laughs> <laughs> listen um you know because we i've closed a deal in north carolina i've never even been there right deandre's closed a few deals in texas he's never even been there right that's so that's crazy i mean you can do this anywhere as long as you have a builder who wants to buy and a seller who wants to sell you can make money anywhere in the u.s so what are some like, good sites to like look for empty land besides um, zillow i know you said zillow but what are some other good sites that somebody could look look on if y'all um, want to give the tea. No, no. Well, yeah, sure. it's, well um, you can go to like price, price.com, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. land.com. Okay. You, know, you got your realtor. You got your Trulia. You got Redfin. Um, and then you also have another website called homes.com. You can literally just click the filter of vacant lots and then you'll just see them pop up. Uh, but that's that's really it. And Those you, are all the things. Yeah, you can actually... Um, you can actually look for land deals on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, that's another good. Right? That's, a, that, hey, that's, oh, wow. that's a gem right there. I'm telling um, you. <laughs> even on Facebook, there's people selling their land deals on Facebook where, you know, on Facebook, as long as you filter it out and put in the area, mm-hmm. right, and putting the area or the, uh, the city that you're looking for land in, right, they actually have, you know, people for sale by owners that are posting their land deals on, on Facebook. Right. Wow. Yeah. So you can you can go on Facebook and look for land. You can be on Offer Up, <laughs> looking at land. Craigslist. Yeah. Offer Up. Offer yeah. Up. Um, offer Up. <laughs> uh, Craigslist. I mean, people are posting their land wherever they can. You know, get their eyes on. Crazy. Yeah. So when someone says, "I'm interested," right? What are the next steps in making sure you close that deal? So the next step, right, is basically you know you want to um, qualify them, making sure you're talking to the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure you're dealing with all the decision makers on the property, right? right? Because okay. if there's more than one person on title, right, we got to make sure all three people sign, right? If there's three people on title, we need three signatures. If there's five people on title, we need five signatures. So, mm-hmm. you know, basically, you know, we're just doing our homework, making sure that, hey, are you the only decision maker? Um, Okay, is this the correct address to the property? You know, making sure we're getting our ducks in order before we put everything on paper, um, because, you know, there's sometimes there's people out there that, you know, be scamming, you know, yeah. um, and, and they like to claim that this is their property. I know me and DeAndre have got scammed before um, mm-hmm. where, you know, we thought we had a crazy deal. But, you know, once everything goes to title. Right. Because when you send all the paperwork to title, um, these title companies, they need certain paperwork documents and 
Sometimes mm-hmm. when they will request it from the seller, the seller just won't respond or start acting fugazi or trying to, you know what I mean? So that's why we mm. like to do our fact find before. But yeah. whenever we get an I'm interested, that's what we kind of do is just make sure, you know, all of the things make sense, you know, making sure we're talking to the right owners, right address. And then from there, you know, we talk numbers, right? We we kind of get in question, you know, we like to build rapport um, and, and kind of, you know, pick their brains a little bit to see, you know, what they think their property is worth and et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, what are their plans? And then boom, once we come to agreement on the number, um, we get them on a contract. And then from there, once we have that live contract, now we're able to market that contract to our end buyers. Okay. So you got the person who wants to sell the land, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you getting the person who wants to buy the land? So on so there's there's so many ways that we're finding our buyers um you you know we're on google you know um let's say for instance right um we find a piece of land in broward county right mm-hmm. um i have a seller in broward county who wants to sell their piece of land right now all we're doing is typing in on google broward county home builders and now there's a list of home building companies in broward county ah. that you can actually pick up the phone and call these companies. So you're doing a lot of cold calling. A lot of cold calling. Um, you know, we actually send emails to the inquiries that these, you know, home building uh companies have on their websites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's a lot that we do. Um, but okay. mainly when we started off, that was our bread and butter which is cold calling all these building companies and the reason why we would cold call these building companies is because when you're dealing and working with the home building company, right? Nine times out of 10, these guys are not doing one or two transactions every month. They're doing 20, 30 transactions every month. So when you connect yourself with a, a top dog and a, a big time developer or a home building company, yeah, you have the, the opportunities is endless, right? There's times where, you know, I've worked with only one person and, only, and made over a quarter million just with one building company. What? Yeah. With one building company. Congrats um, on that. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know I mean. What I mean? You know, it, it's crazy. And uh, that's why we do a lot of cold calling, because all you need is to talk to one right person. Right. You need to talk to, you know, a lot of people to get in contact with that one dude. That's Cha-ching. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, bring me everything you got in this area, this area, this area. I'm paying this price, this price, this price. And I'm closing in 30 days. And you getting cash. Cash. Benjamins. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <straight. Hey. laughs> Yo, so what kind of paperwork are we talking about here that um, you actually need? So really just a seller's purchase and sale agreement. A seller's um, purchase, purchasing sale agreement. Yeah. A, a purchase agreement really with the seller, just letting them know that, Hey, that's what the seller is signing. Yeah. This is what the seller is signing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have access to these documents in our community. Um, they're simple two page contract, ABC, like, Hey, this is your name. This is the address to the property. Just letting them know. Mm-hmm. You know, how long it's going to take for us to close. Here's the amount of the, you know, deposit that we're going to be putting up. Um, and then from there, right, once they sign this two page contract, there's there's also one page contracts out there that people can use, you know, very simple. And then once they once they sign it right now, there's another contract that we use with our end buyers, which is called an assignment contract. Those are the developers. Those mm-hmm. are developers. Those are mom okay. and pop. Whoever wants to buy this property from okay. us, we like to send them something that's called an assignment contract. Mm-hmm. And in that assignment contract, that's the basically what we agree to, me and the end buyer. Um, and we put that all on paper on the assignment contract, right, to make sure that, one, there's a seller, right? We have the contract with the seller, and now we have another contract with the buyer. So now we have two live contracts, and then from there, we send it to the title company. Because, you know, with a title company's job, they handle all real estate transactions. You know, when you go buy a house, you got to go through a title company. No, correct. Um, so, you know, we deal with friendly investor, you know, title companies that know what we're doing. They know that we're wholesaling. They know yeah. that, you know, we're getting a, an assignment fee. Um, so once we have these two contracts, right, we send it over to the title company. And then from there, you know, we sit back and wait till everything makes sense. Everything checks out, right? Property is free and clear. There's no back taxes. There's no liens or anything crazy because, you know, the the, the builder wants this lot free and clear. They don't want no issues. They don't no, want no mortgage, you know. So yeah. um, once all that checks out and closing time's ready to go, you know, the builder sends their money to the title company. And then, you know, what we agreed with, with the seller, he gets paid. And then that that equity, that assign, that assignment fee that we get in between, that's what we walk away with. And then the buyer gets the property and they get to do whatever they want with it. So who gives y'all the cash? 
The title company. The ti- Okay, okay. Yeah. So the title so company the, is the one that give you the cash. Yeah, so the title company is either cutting us a check or sending us a wire. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever have to double close on a deal? <laughs> uh yeah, so we uh we've had well I've had to double close on a few deals. Um so the industry standard is uh to double close when you're making like 15 grand or more. Mm. Um but just to talk about my experience, so I did a $65,000 deal um and I had to double close on it because uh sometimes when you're making that such a large uh you're making such a large fee, mm. um some people can't get in their feelings even at closing. Yeah. The buyer and the seller, like, whoa, this guy's making this much. Yeah, you so, walking away with too much, man. Yeah, guy. you walking too much, man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so you get that, like, uh, the deal that I did. It was uh, on the contract at um, two hundred and fifty thousand, and then I got a separate contract for three hundred and twenty thousand, which is about a seventy thousand dollar difference. So, um, I had to actually. So, well, sometimes you can, you have to actually wire the two fifty. Like, you send in the money, yeah, and then the buyer send it, and you get the difference. Um, and then sometimes the title company will just use the buyer's money and fund both transactions. So you ain't got to come out of pocket, nothing. And then some, and then another option is that you can just use a lender. A lender will probably charge you like 1%, a, a flat fee, and they'll lend the front end. And then when the uh, buyer sends their end, then you'll get the difference. Um, but we, I, the, so the industry standard is like, I say if you're making um, 15 grand or more, I do recommend double closing the transaction. So you said lender, right? Do you have to show them? the contract of what's going on before they even like lend you that money? Yeah. So basically the lenders are going to want to, they're going to require the contract between you and the seller contract between you and the buyer. Okay. Um, they're also going to require the uh, buyer to make sure that the deposit is already in as well. And mm. that the title is free and clear and the lender is not going to lend the money until the buyer's money is already sitting in escrow, basically sitting at the title company already. So once it's confirmed that the buyer sent their money, then the lender goes ahead and they wire their money. And then, you know, the lender get their little fee. Then you get your difference. Buyer gets the property. Seller gets their money. So, yeah. Okay. okay. I see why you staying swole, man. Because you exchanges <laughs> like that. They coming to see you. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, right? Because, you know, since the economy has been kind of like rocky, yeah. you know, how y'all staying afloat? Uh, I mean, buyers are always buying. Believe it or not. Um, the United States, just in general, they're behind on housing. Like everybody's mm-hmm. in a search for affordable housing, whether it's uh, first-time home buyers or down to the person who's trying to rent their first apartment. Things are just very expensive, right? Okay. Um, so the builders they build the inventory in order to build the inventory to house all these people. They need land, so that's what we come in at. So whether yeah. the market is up, down, the housing market can be in turmoil, uh, turmoil and complete shatter, right? Builders still need to build. Right. Yeah. They have all this capital sitting around. They raised all this money uh, and they have to put it to use. They can't just sit on it. So okay. um, the market could crash tomorrow. We'll still be doing land deals. You know, will it be affected a little bit? Will prices go down a little bit? Uh, will things slow down a little bit? I say, yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, the business doesn't stop. We were doing deals all through the uh, co- uh, during COVID, after COVID, you know, so. It's not gonna stop. No matter so it's what, it's not a seasonal coming. thing. It's nah. not season. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nah. you know, some some businesses are just like, oh, I only work six months out of the year. The next yeah. year, nah, whole, uh, all year round, all year round, January all the way through December, and then January through December all over again. So you can make money every month out of the year. Okay, 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 man. You guys are doing awesome, man. So what's next for y'all, man? So right now, you know, just buying rental properties, man, putting our wholesale fees into hard assets, man, because that's what it's about, man. Generational wealth, you know. Um, Yes, yes. You know, because that's really important for us. You know, we're young, 27. So you're only 27. Yeah, only 27. Okay. Um, You do? Yeah, 27. (laughs) 27. So, you know, right now, just making sure, you know, we're, we're being prepared when times come hard, like when those tough times do come. Yeah. You know, where, you know, banks are, as you can see, banks are starting to shut down and yeah. it's getting crazy. A lot of people are getting scared, but you need assets, you man. need assets, dog. So, you know, right now, just building our portfolio um, and just acquiring as much assets as possible with our wholesale assignments, because that's where, you know, eventually you want to put your money towards, you know, not just materialistic things, but really no, hard facts. assets to actually keep you afloat you know what i mean so let's say for instance you know wholesaling was to die tomorrow you know yeah. those those properties that we bought, acquired is always going to pay us no matter what every single month okay. because we have tenants in there okay so you buying and holding yeah, yeah buying buy, and holding. Buy and like single family homes or single, duplexes single family duplexes uh, bo- I mean, uh, mobile homes mobile homes um, yep. land even you can even rent land so you yeah. know 
Okay, rent land. So yeah. you can so you can buy the so you can buy the vacant lots and then you can lease the land to somebody who let's just say oh, okay. let's just let's just say that uh they want to own the land but they don't necessarily have all the cash up front. Yeah. Um. So you buy it right or you you can do it different ways but I'm just gonna say the most simple way you buy it and then you can sell it to that person on payment. So you say look you don't have all the money right now but you give me like a slight a small down payment you mm-hmm. pay me three four hundred dollars a month until it's paid off and then. You know the land is yours. So if you buy the land for ten grand, you can sell it uh, for twenty grand on payments. So you won't mm. get that twenty grand right away, but you'll yeah, get like that you're... twenty grand in over five to seven years. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. So that's the way you could do it as well. You can lease land, and people don't know that that you can lease land as well. Man, yeah. that was a jewel. Yeah. <laughs> so how people could sign up to your course, man? Because I'm ready to sign up. <laughs> like, you know, what's up? So I mean, um, you know, we definitely do have. Uh, our course in our Instagram bios, okay. um, the Land Flipping Empire community. Um, and if people want to reach out to us, they can follow us on Instagram, um, Jeffrey Altidore, that's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, um, A-L-T-I-D-O-R-T. Um, and they can follow my my partner, Flipping Contracts, Dre. Um, and they can reach out to us. They can DM us. Um, you know, uh, we can get on a 15-minute call because sometimes, you know, we like to get on calls with our uh, future clients if people yeah. want to join our mentorship community because it's not just a course it's really much a, a mentorship community where we hold your hand to your first deal um, really what's the fee for that so what we charge we, we charge 149.99 a month um so there's three different payment plans people can join the group for two weeks at 89.99 um or they can join the monthly at 149.99 a month or they can just pay it one time for the whole year where we hold their hand for the whole year at I think I believe fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. It's not bad. And and, and, it's, and it's the landflippingempire.com. dot com. Yeah. Okay. The, the landflippingempire dot com. Yep. Discount code. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could create one. We could create yeah, yeah. one. If yo, yeah, man, these listeners, man, we're going to need one, man, because I definitely want to sign up to this. Yo, this sounds so lucrative. Yeah, yeah man. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we can we can we're we going to talk. We yeah, talk. we got to talk. We're going to talk. Yeah. <laughs> we're discount code, so, yeah, man, <laughs> yo, let you know. I appreciate y'all brothers coming on, man. Yes, this sir. has been so awesome. We didn't realize almost a whole hour that went by. Y'all done dropping Jews, man. Wow. Yeah. This is how it be, man. <laughs> y'all educated us here today. Y'all educated me because I didn't know nothing about this. I was doing my due diligence and I was like, man, what the hell are they talking about wholesaling land? Like, <laughs> I knew you could wholesale real estate, but not land. Yeah, man. That's the, it. And the reason why I love land because it's little to no competition. Not a lot of people know about it. When you hear yeah. wholesale, they think about, oh, you flipping houses. No, facts, facts, facts. You know facts. what I mean? But nah, man, wholesaling is it's like a deep blue ocean, man. You, you, do, you can do a lot of things in real estate. You can wholesale a lot of things in real estate, condos, I mean, apartments. Land, commercial buildings, gas stations, houses, multifamilies. I mean, you can wholesale anything. As long as you have a seller yeah. and a buyer, I mean, dog, there's dudes pumping out 100K deals, a million dollar deals out man. here just moving paper. Making bread, being a middleman. That's it. Man, let everybody else know where they can find you at. One so, more time. So, I mean, you guys can follow me on Instagram at J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-A-L-T-I-D-O-R-T. Um, and you can follow DeAndre at Flipping Contracts Dre. That's Flipping F L I P P I N G Contracts C O N T R A C T S Dre D R E. Man, thank y'all fellas, man, for coming on, man. It's been so great to have these brothers on. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your dog, Mr. Williams. I told Gray, and we out of here. Yeah.